You are now listening to the Visit El Paso podcast, official podcast of Destination El Paso. I'm your host, Christy Couture, and this is episode 14 for August 2014. Welcome back to the show. In this episode, we interview Eric Pearson and Doug Pullen of the El Paso Community Foundation to talk about this month's Plaza Classic Film Festival, which is happening August 7th through 17th, and it's the world's largest classic film festival right here in El Paso, Texas. I'll also give you our top recommendations for events in August and finish off with a little bit of local music from Fixed Idea. Now, a lot happened in July. The Texas Showdown Festival, Dancing in the City, Alfresco Fridays, Music Under the Stars, and the Chivas even came to play a soccer game at our Sun Bowl Stadium. And that's the goal of our show, to give you a list of ideas of what to do in El Paso and to show you what El Paso has to offer. Just make sure to subscribe to this show on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio. You'll never miss a beat. There's a lot happening in August, so make sure to stay tuned. This month is about to get a whole lot more exciting. Now, if you've never been to the Plaza Classic Film Festival before, boy, are you missing out. The festival is an annual favorite amongst El Pasoans, and folks from all over the United States converge in downtown El Paso to become a part of the experience. Doug Pullen was able to drop by our offices, and Eric Pearson even made the time to interview with us all the way from Austin, Texas. Hi, I'm Eric Pearson, and I'm the president and CEO of the El Paso Community Foundation, and the foundation produces and does everything for the Plaza Classic Film Festival. And I'm Doug Pullen. I'm the program coordinator for the El Paso Community Foundation, and my main job is putting together the Plaza Classic Film Festival. How did the Community Foundation start with this film festival? Well, so the foundation really restored the Plaza Theater in partnership with the city of El Paso about eight years ago. And I would go to the Rotary Club or to the Lions Club and speak to those folks. And people would tell me stories about their memories of the Plaza Theater, you know, first kiss on the balcony and that kind of thing. Then they would follow up with, I saw this movie. And then they would say, hey, when are you going to show movies at the Plaza Theater? So uh, we at, at the foundation made a promise to the community that we would eventually bring back some movies. We figured we'd better do something that lasts. So I called uh, uh, Chuck Horak, and I knew Chuck liked movies. And we just started throwing out titles, and pretty soon we had the very first Plaza Classic Film Festival, which happened in 2008. And since then, we've attracted more than 200,000 people, and we've showed hundreds and hundreds of movies and had concerts and lots and lots of goodwill and here we are uh, in its seventh year. Now this is the first time that Doug has been this heavily involved in the organization of the film festival. How has it been for you Doug from beginning to end and getting introduced to all of this? Overwhelming (laughs) in a word. Uh, No it's great. I was ready for something different. You know I'd been a journalist most of my career, Mm -hmm. all of my career and when this came up uh, it was a chance to do something different uh, and also work for something that I loved because I'd covered the film festival basically from the start in 08 and also I think with the foundation there's an opportunity I think the way we talked about it once was rather than to be on the sidelines writing about it 
I could be making things happen. And, you know, this is a, a chance to sort of be an activist in a quiet way and do good things. Part of organizing this film festival is the fun part, picking out the movies. So what goes into picking out the movies for each year's roster? Eric just tells me what to do. No, really, we, we, he put together an advisory committee, uh, knowing that I didn't have the background that Chuck did. And uh, movies were always sort of my secondary interest after music. Mm -hmm. um, so this advisory committee came from, you know, one guy was a volunteer. Another guy has been running the local flavor series. Mm -hmm. uh, another guy is a classic movie buff, and he's a grad student at NMSU. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, Camilla Carr on that committee. With you know, she's she's been an actress, she's a, a playwright, a screenwriter, mm -hmm. and um, we m have met on a regular basis since the fall. Mm -hmm. uh, so there have been ideas generated in those meetings. There have been ideas generated by staff, uh, people that I run into. Hey, you ought to show. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, my own ideas. Mm -hmm. And by the time I kind of really started looking into booking, we had about 600 movies on a wish list. And then it's a matter of kind of whittling it down and making the pieces fit together. And hope to God they fit together. <laughs> and what are some of the highlights in regards to the films that you're going to show this year? Well, I think the, the big popular titles are going to be The Beatles' A Hard Day's Night, which is a 50th anniversary restoration a new restoration it's just come out um it's uh, 50 years to the week that that movie opened in the united states uh the wizard of oz we're playing for the 75th anniversary and robert wagner's coming in for a couple of movies including the towering inferno uh we're showing charlie chaplin movies for the first time harold lloyd movies for the first or movie for the first time we're moving our uh outdoor uh outdoor movies to Mill Street mm -hmm. and we're going to have Grease out there and of course Rocky Horror, Purple Rain 30th anniversary. We're moving the local flavor stuff into our foundation room mm -hmm. and we're putting some environmentally themed movies in at the Art Museum this year. And currently our top seller uh, as of today is The Wizard of Oz. The film festival is more than just about film, such as the concerts. And for example, right now you've, you're collaborating with the El Paso Museum of Art uh, for an exhibit that features old-timey movie posters and things like that. What, what sort of other events uh, are surrounding the Plaza Classic this year? Well, so, you know, we, we for the third year in a row, uh, we're doing movies outside on top of a parking garage. Uh, nine stories up in the air uh, and they're they're just fun mm -hmm. um, we're trying to expand the footprint we're going to be doing uh, a, a really fun drive your bike to 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 the movie um, we've got breaking away in the foundation room which is uh, right off the Santa Pico Plaza on Oregon Street mm -hmm. and it's five dollars to come and watch one of the great bicycling movies but if you ride your bike it's free and we'll do valet parking for you there and that kind of thing um, we're just trying about as many original and fun ways to present movies that we can. Um, we've got a whole bunch of ideas that we've shot out this year, and, and, and maybe we'll try next year. And uh, I, our hope is that we just grow this in a manageable way. We've got a, a film club, which we started a couple of years ago, which is for uh, the past for 18-year-olds. You can come and, and chat about movies and learn about why they're made and Talk to folks who are making yeah we also added something this year we're trying an experiment called people's choice oh, 
Okay. Where through social media, the website, and, and Twitter, um, well, and also texting, mm -hmm. uh, people can vote for one of three movies that they want us to show on Saturday, August 16th. So we're going to launch that probably next week. Okay. The movies are A Nightmare on Elm Street, mm -hmm. Enter the Dragon, we've never shown a Bruce Lee movie, mm -hmm. and Stripes. So they're three different genres, three styles of movie, kind of in the vein of what we're doing up on Mills Plaza Parking Garage. But that'll be the late night movie, Saturday night in the Plaza. That's a very cool campaign. We'll also have Just Last Kings as a silent movie again. Um, we always try to show a couple silents. We'll have Charlie Chaplin for the very first time, which will include some sort of residual ancillary shows uh, such as his, uh, it's a couple of shorts, and then he'll, we'll have the video of him accepting uh, an Oscar for a, a lifetime achievement. Um, and then we've got Walt Stroni, who is a world-renowned organist and actually has the Allen Oregon Company uh, has named a Walt Stroni model organ. That's how good this guy is. Uh, he'll be scoring a movie called Safety Last. And it's a silent film. You walk in and you walk into the theater and it's like going back 80 years in time uh, to watch a silent movie scored by a live The Wilder Mighty Orchestra, which was the original organ from the Plaza Theater. Yeah, and that movie came out seven years. It's called Safety Last, seven years before the Plaza Theater opened. And the Charlie Chaplin short Eric's referring to is from 1914. It's the first film appearance of the little tramp character. This is the centennial mm. of that character. That's one of those threads, mm -hmm. uh, an anniversary. So it's a six-minute silent. Any concerts planned for this year? Well, we got four outdoors mm -hmm. in front of the outdoor movies. So the first night is it's a combination of the Lusitania and one of their splinter bands, Gila Monster. That's August 8th, and then mm -hmm. the outdoor movie that night will be The Who, The Kids Are All Right. It's their 50th anniversary. Um, August 9th, we have uh, Our Friend the Mountain, the folk rock band. Mm -hmm. That's in front of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, 6th mm -hmm. Annual. And then uh, August 15th, it's Riboflavin in front of Purple Rain. And August 16th, it's Raw Deal, a rockabilly band in front of Greece. Oh, those are really great El Paso bands. You know, I haven't heard of Raw Deal before, though. They've been around, actually, about 10 years. Wow, hadn't heard of them before. Kind of subterranean. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Why is film important to El Paso? Oh, you know, movies are the adaptation of whatever's going on in history. If you look at history books, especially in Texas and Kansas, you may find that they've been revised to a certain political or social belief at the time. But if you look at, at movies and, and the people who are trying to express themselves in a period of time, you are seeing one of the most true expressions of history. And so if you look at the history of movies, you're really looking at the history of America. And I quote that from, from Paul Anger, who is the technical director of the Plaza Theater. Um, he, He's right, he, actually. I talk about this a lot. Yeah. You know, whatever you're looking at, when you're looking at a movie, you're looking at through the, the view of, of a director's uh, lens. But, but what you're seeing with these movies that have passed through and lasted generations of, of, of viewers and, and still held true is that you're looking at a real true account of, of what we thought and what we think. And, uh, and so I think they're a really accurate depiction of any point in time. Yeah, they're a 
capsule of the time in which they were made, and movies have been one of the most popular forms of entertainment in our culture for over 100 years. We're showing 100 years worth of movies, mm -hmm. and if you bring it up to first-run movie theaters, there's a reason why these big companies have been building a lot of screens in El Paso. Mm -hmm. It's because movie-going in El Paso is above the average in the nation, not below or even with. Make sure to follow and like the Plaza Classic Film Festival online, on Twitter and Facebook for daily festival updates, schedules, and more. You can also download a PDF version of the entire schedule online at plazaclassic.com. There's something for everyone at the film festival, and we really hope to see you out there. It's All Good is an El Paso state of mind. It's the true pulse of this community, and it's El Pasoans taking an active role in social media to encourage positive conversation about the Sun City. Here's a way for you to get involved and help share digital goodwill about El Paso. Join the El Paso It's All Good movement by signing up at itsallgoodep.com with your Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn accounts and help spread digital goodwill about the Sun City. After that, simply post content using hashtag itsallgoodep and you could be entered to win monthly prizes. Remember, the El Paso It's All Good movement isn't just about social media. It's also a state of mind, a message about all positive things that we can get excited about in our community. It's a great way to say, I love where I live. Do you have a business? Get your employees involved. We can come to your corporate meetings. Get your team signed up and hand out free It's All Good EP swag. Just let us know. Call us at 915-534-0600 or email us at socialmedia at destinationalpaso.com. The It's All Good EP movement has really taken off since it first started last year. Now, just this month alone, our digital ambassadors have been spreading the good news, such as the release of our highly anticipated web series, Only in El Paso, which is a collaborative project that we got into with PBS Digital Studios, KCOS, and even involved 10 local digital storytellers wanting to show the rest of the world what El Paso is really all about. Also, uh, Movado listed the 26 things that you absolutely need to know about El Paso before you move here. <laughs> for example, number four, that El Paso has a huge mountain in the middle of the city. And number 18, that El Paso is a bouldering paradise. Also, The Culture Trip, a blog about the best art, food, culture, and travel in Texas, wrote about El Paso's 10 best local restaurants and they're all equally as deliciously legendary. Check out itsallgoodep.com to see more stories like this and to discover thousands of photos taken with the It's All Good EP hashtag. You are now listening to the official Visit El Paso podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Visit El Paso TX. Check us out online, www.visitelpaso.com. So first up, the El Paso Chihuahuas will play August 2nd through 5th against the Reno Aces, August 12th through 15th uh, against the Nashville Sounds, August 16th through 19th against the Memphis Redbirds, and August 28th through September 1st against the Salt Lake Bees. 
Of course, the Plaza Classic Film Festival is a can't miss August 7th through 17th. The festival presents more than 80 movies of all genres from the golden age of cinema to more recent favorites. You can also get VIP passes for 200 bucks. You can get more information about the entire festival by going online to plazaclassic.com or calling 915-533-4020. On August 16th, Gabriel Iglesias, the fluffy comedian and regional favorite, performs at 6 p.m. at the Socorro Entertainment Center, which is located on 11200 Santos Sanchez. Tickets are only 25 bucks, and you can get more information by going online to speakingrockentertainment.com. The 27th annual St. Nicholas Greek Festival is on August 22nd through the 24th at the Greek Orthodox Church of St. Nicholas, located on 124 South Festival Street. The hours are from 5 to 10 p.m. on Friday, noon to 10 p.m. on Saturday, and noon to 9 p.m. on Sunday. Admission is two bucks, and you can get more information by calling 915-833-0882. Her Story Productions and Shana O oh present Tribal Equinox's 2014th show at 7 p.m. Friday, August 29th at the Philanthropy Theater in the Plaza Annex with performances by Belly Dance and Pop and Lock Fusion internationally renowned Mira Betts, Ashley Lopez, Edenia, as well as many regional and local performers. All ages are welcome. Tickets are $20 general admission and workshops are Friday through Sunday, August 29th through 31st. You can get more information on that festival at tribalequinoxbellydance.weebly.com. The El Paso Symphony Orchestra pays tribute to the rock legends Queen on August 23rd at 8 p.m. at the Plaza Theater with conductor Brent Havens and a full rock band. Ticket information at 532 2776 or epso.org. SMG Events and Disco Donnie presents the Sun City Music Festival, the annual electronic dance music festival at Ascarate Park, August 31st and September 1st, featuring three giant stages and some of the world's best producers, such as Tiesto, Martin Garrix, David Guetta above and beyond, and way more. Tickets and additional information at sensecitymusicfestival.com. So these are just a few of the can't-miss events for the month, but there are dozens more going on in El Paso this month, so make sure to stop by any of our visitor information centers in downtown El Paso, Fort Bliss, or the El Paso International Airport. We've got a really special pop-up gallery at our downtown visitor center, 400 West San Antonio, and it features Augment El Paso. It's an augmented reality showcase that brings exhibit art to life. All you've got to do is download the Augment El Paso application on your iPhone or iPad, or we can lend you one. Come on by and we've got an iPad that you can use so that you can fully experience the entire exhibit. Before we end the show, 
please take a moment to subscribe to the Visit El Paso podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and even YouTube. In every episode, I spotlight some local music for you to discover, and this month, the featured band is El Paso's ska punk band, Fixed Idea, who will be performing at the Fountains at Fera on August 2nd at 7 p.m., the Septimo Borde Manifiesta 2014 on August 15th at the San Carlos Building in downtown El Paso, and the Border Beer and Wing Festival at Aceitunas on August 16th from 9.30 to 1 a.m. The name of this track is Ska Girl, and you can listen to this and other tracks by looking for Fixed Idea on Facebook or Reverb Nation. If you like what you hear, be on the lookout for their new CD release party at the end of this month. Let us know what you think. Till next time, enjoy. Every day in the morning and the night, I'm thinking about the girl of my dreams. She looks so fine, she looks by mine. I bet her kisses are so sweet. If this girl's not a skinhead, but she dances to the beat of sky She wears mini skirts and to do church I really want to make her mine If I did a sky girl Sky girl from outer space 